and this is what Guru is saying. This is the one teaching we really want you to understand because this can change your life. We're reading the Bani, but it could have been that even after an hour, we didn't even attach ourselves to one of the teachings of the Guru. The teachings is the Guru is sharing the Guru's wisdom of how this creation works, what gives us Dukh, what gives us Sukh. We didn't take any, not even one of it. So then it's Jiyobans, Abhijayyafuk, it's just, it's empty, you're blowing empty through this bamboo stick, like there's nothing, you're not, you're not going to expect any sound from it or anything like that, are you? And you start to appreciate that one, you're going into Simran. It's actually a state of being when you're in remembrance. And in that place, all the Ratan, the jewels will just start floating in. You'll experience love, you'll experience all of these divine qualities will just be there through this. When What are you receiving without grace? And when you start realizing grace. Welcome to the Japji Sahib podcast. In this episode, we'll be going through the sixth stanza, which is also known as the Pauri. So we'll be going through the sixth Pauri and the question that Guru Nanak Dev Ji will be answering for us through this body is, is this something that we can do where we become more receptive to grace, to that God's grace, which Guru Sa refers to as kirpa or karam, which comes from the Arabic word of bakshish. Let's introduce Preacharan Singh that is going to be joining us behind the camera for this episode, Vaheguruji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguruji Thanks for having me on. So, no, it's um, it's always amazing to have another Gurpai, a Gursik beside you to go through Guru's Bani. So Guru Nanak Dev Ji here starts off with saying Tirat Nava. And you'll notice there's a slight little emphasis on the Nava. And because if we just keep it plain Nava, that would be referring to it being naming a name. But here is Nava in the way when we say Ma Nornachalaya. So it's referring to here as bathing. So here Guru Sabji is saying Tirat Nava Jetis Pava. So Tirat here means to go onto pilgrimage, onto those places of pilgrimage where you go and bathe in what are referred to as holy rivers. But what Guru Sabji is saying is that I'd go and do that. I'd go and bathe at these rivers and go on this pilgrimage only if J, J means if, this Pava, that if that act, this, that act, Pava is pleasing to Vaiguru. And then Guru Sabji says, Vin Pane ke nae kari. So they're saying that Vin Pane, without it pleasing you, ke then ke is then the question is like then actually well why naikari why am I gonna go and bathe in those what are referred to as these holy rivers and what's the point then if it's not gonna actually please you so Guru Nanak Dev Ji is very clear that you can go and bathe but you can't be expecting it to cleanse your mind. And it reminds me of a Shabad where Guru Nanak Dev Ji was actually singing to Sajjan Tag. And where Guru Nanak Dev Ji, so Sajjan Tag, like a very quick, vague background into Sajjan Tag, 
he was somebody he he had what you would today call in the modern day like a travel in and he made himself out to be this very noble person that takes in people from all walks of life doesn't matter what faith you identify with he had a mosque made in the back of this this travel in and he had a mandar made so it doesn't matter what walk of life you came from he made you feel comfortable but actually what he was doing was that he had been hurt in his own life so he would poison people and he would throw them down a well and basically rob everything that they had and because when people were traveling they would be carrying whether it be money or gold or whatever that was and so he'd take everything rob it from them and throw them in a well and the shabbat that gurunanak dev ji started to sing early hours of the morning whilst he was sitting well just kind of outside of the room guru sahib ji started off with saying ujjal kaha chilkna so kaha is referring to something that is bronze pande ke viri hunde sige kahe de bane hunde so they would have like bronze like dishes and here guru sahib ji is referring to this bronze dish as our body and saying that kaha so ujjal kaha chilkna chilkna means to shine and that ujjal is like you know when you clean that bronze and it shines so guru sahib ji says is saying to him that not from the outside because you're wearing religious robes and you're shining just like that bronze ornament would shine when you clean it ujjal kaha chilkna kotim kalri mas but they said that kotim but when you start to rub it if you notice and and i know it's reduced now I know when I was growing up we would have actually quite a lot of these bronze ornaments at home and that would be like one of these display things and I know a lot of um Indian families did actually have these little bronze ornaments bronze ornaments that you would buy from the local like pound shops or something or you'd bring back from India I don't know if you grew up with no no <laughs> no, no, no yeah so yeah we we would have all these and then i i actually remember it that no matter how much you clean it and we'd we'd actually even buy things to clean them with to make them shine and uh, like so when people would come over they'd look at them and then you got these all these cool ornaments shining but like no matter how much you cleaned them you rubbed them coat them you rubbed them but then the cloth was always still showing black on it so you'd think that is it even getting clean but even though it's looking clean and this is what guru sahib ji saying here kotim kalari mas that as you rub it you there's still this black that is coming out meaning that actually the truth of it is that within this it's filled with blackness and here in that same way that's what guru sahib ji saying to us that we might go on these pilgrimages we might go and bathe at certain places but if that mind is black from inside meaning black from being indulging in certain unrighteous ways of living and or guru sahib doesn't shy away from using the word sin and that makes our mind black so but then we'll put that into context in a minute and then guru sahib is saying tote ha jhoot na utra so tote ha small pause there and tote ha ਜੂਠ ਨਾ ਉਤਰੈ ਜੇ ਸੌ ਧੋਵਾ ਤਿਸ 
And then Guru Sahib said, but even if you wash this body, and even if it be that you've gone to a place which is referred to as a religious place, and you've gone bathe there, they're saying that you could wash this body in that place even so hundred times over. They said, but the, the impurity of your mind will not be washed away like that. And just to clarify that we're here, we're, we're talking about the, the mind itself. And if we look at the other line where Guru Sahib Ji is saying, Man male sab mala. So they're saying that when your mind is impure, then everything is impure. And what that means is then like, if you're looking through an impure lens of the mind, then whatever you look at through your eyes, what if you're listening to everything will you'll just have a distorted kind of vision on everything or distorted whatever you're hearing. This is but washing the body, your mind cannot be cleansed. Right? So this is what this is the emphasis of Guru Sabji's point here. So let's take an example. Say if I feel better towards you yeah, because of for whatever reason. And then and I'm like, well, I'm off to pilgrimage. Yeah, I'm gonna go and bathe. So I can bathe, 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 but don't don't do anything for the mind. Like I don't think it's necessary to even start working on that mind to looking at how I want to work on taking, removing that bitterness or that jealousy away from my mind towards you. And I come back saying, well, I've done this amazing deed. I've done this amazing religious act. I've gone and bathed at such and such place. And um, so then somebody asked the question, has that bitterness or, or jealousy gone towards preacher? And I'm like, no, what's that got to do with it? That That's still there. So Guru Sahib Ji is saying, well, that, that, then if that's not going to please why Guru, then what's the point? So meaning the bathing in these places isn't what's going to please why Guru. It's the internal work that we do. Or the, on this mind that is going to be pleasing to Vaiguru. Yeah, so it's really important for us to understand that because how many times do you think we probably fall into that into that category? Because here Guru Sahib is talking about bathing, but then it makes us makes us think about all the other acts that we are doing that are all so that it can help us, but then we completely ignore. And it becomes that tick box exercise and thinking that not even thinking that we need to do that work. Is that something you could like relate to? Is there like any examples that come to your mind? What those certain acts could be where we still kind of end up in that same place where we don't focus on the inside, but we feel quite, we're like, yeah, but I've done that. Netanayam and Amrutullah is something that um, we... Uh, practice and try to keep a discipline with and it's meant to supercharge you for the day um, it's meant to give you that energy and that um, teaching um, but if we leave it as a, as, a, as a task done in the morning um, then we uh, keep um, that bitterness that you gave as an example in us then we miss the point and you could then perhaps call that a ritual not to say that there isn't a Bada scholar, um, you know, um, 
energy and power within the words of, of the guru and it can change you without you even understanding or practicing it and it can change you from within but with that mindfulness that you carry that then that's what gives the meaning to that thing and because the guru sai wants us to with our mind and body and everything give ourselves it starts with the physical action sometimes where you might bow to the guru and do matadek um which signifies you're giving your mind your body your soul your everything to the guru you might not be there yet but that doesn't say you don't do the matadek but the magic and the 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 or the girba was better word probably is in that when you do that action physically and then it does match with your mind because you are making that effort to be mindful and say yes i am yours and what it means to be yours is that in that moment where i have a chance to work through that bitterness and feel compassion or love or understanding then you're you've matched the the action with the with the the mindfulness and therefore it will be pleasing to to waguruji is, is that right what i've said 100% i think well the the line that's coming to my mind is when guru sahib ji saying that ditha muktana ho vai jachar shabd na kare vichar so like here where guru sahib ji saying that like we might be like ditha here means to see to look and so we might get guru granth sahib ji's darshan with our eyes which is which is definitely a great thing in itself and we're not in any form of way downplaying that and um so ditta but in the same breath when we look at then this line guru sahib ji is saying this to us that muktana hovai that you can't just rely on that merely and where jitter until jitter means until until shabd na kare vichar until you don't contemplate the guru's word and that's when the real work and the real true cleansing is going to start taking place of the mind so the like you said this supercharge of reading gurbani in the morning and reading your prayers in the morning it it's a supercharge if we kind of then take on that part as well the shabd vichar part and when we actually contemplate the guru's shabd the guru's wisdom here and then we've got to allow it to start washing away that filth of our mind and but we're going to do it through then it's no longer an empty ritual all right but but if we just say well i'm going to stay as i am but i'm going to do this as well like you said it's not that it's going to have zero effect but we definitely know it's not going to give us that full effect that you can get if you put all the formula the parts of the formula in place and that you know we keep going back to that that complete formula is that gavie suniye man rakhiye pao and and that is the complete formula is it can't just be singing it it's got to be then suniye it's got to be you've got to be saying it consciously and then man rakhiye pao it's having that level of devotion in your heart towards the guru's word as well meaning that you're saying that i might not have experienced what the guru is saying yet but i have complete full dedication faith 
and love towards what the Guru is saying, for me, that is, there is no doubt that it, it, that it is the truth. And, but it, I'm not going to leave it at that. I want to experience that truth. I want to get to that truth. And when that formula is in place, then we'll see the full fruits. Because the truth is that Kabirji is very clear to us in saying that Kabir man pankhi peo ud ud deh dis jaye jo jaisi sangat mile so tai so phal khaye that whatever sangat whatever company your mind keeps because the word is the is the mind in the first pankhi kabir man pankhi peo your mind so we all know that it's definitely possible where you can be reciting something off by heart from your memory from your stored memory and so the mind is you know amazing in its capabilities and we've all experienced that i don't know have you experienced that where you can read something and you can think of something else of course yeah you go like yeah it was an obvious question like you know the question was like the the answer is obvious yeah you know and but to actually appreciate that wow the mind has that ability to do that and it it it, it can serve us in being able to do that but it can also go against us because this is talking about the mind becoming like a bird and then in the next pankti it says jojasi sangatimile so now as you said you're reading the bani so you get your you will get the fruits for that so that's the physical action but then there's the subtle action of where your focus is that's the bird here the bird is referring to your focus the pankhi is the bird the bird is your the focus of your mind yeah and that can fly away but what we, what is so important for us to acknowledge that bird that is going to now be flying which is our attention focus and that's going to get its fruits too because nothing can escape from that one hukum so now that's gone away and that's chilling out with somebody else so now you can go and bathe and go on this pilgrimage you can we can sit down and read gurbani the mind has wandered away you're getting the you're getting the fruits for the first part that you're doing which is the gavya great yeah and then the second part we cannot escape from getting the fruits of what's going to come from where our mind has wandered to as well and that's why we can often where we were meant to be supercharged we can potentially walk away from feeling more drained and more more filth on the mind because oh. of what your mind had started to accompany and it can be the other way you can be positive too because now you're now the punky the mind but we're not using that's not the example here yet because guru sahib ji saying like what's the point of doing something if it's not going to be pleasing why guru so we're just trying to get that point uh, cleared and obviously if your if your body and body when i say body is what we're physically speaking yeah, so that's the body part and then if your mind is attached to that your consciousness is one with what's been sang great 
you know. But if it's not, you could actually walk away with accumulating more debt, which will make us feel sometimes low, lethargic, drained, you know, frustrated. And we're thinking, but I just read Guru's Bani. Not necessarily with your mind, though. Yeah. And that's why many people have spent years chipping away, but maybe not changing because they, they missed the, the one of the, the parts of the equation. Yeah. But um, I just wanted to say, um, you know, and you, you mentioned this in your katha recently, and we'll leave a link in the description, that, you know, if, if we feel that, like, well, I'm not there yet, um, you said that you can turn that into an ardas, a humble plea, that, okay, I'm reading it, I'm still bitter, because you used that example earlier, if you're blessed to catch that, you're like, okay, oh yeah, I, I just I just realized I'm bitter. Then you then you might not be able to work on that in that moment, but you know from Sepang, from that video, that intuition, it's telling you that, okay, I'm not facing the right way here. This is not going to take me in the way that I need to go. Then it turns into a humble plea. Mm. Okay, I've fallen this is where I am, show me the way forward. And that then propels you forward um, in the in, to give you that opportunity that maybe that bitterness then gets worked on and whatever whatever else. And it's through that work and that effort that, um, you know, that, that mind then maybe that does start to get cleaned, right? Definitely, yes. It's always such a powerful thing that we all have is that, that ardas, so yeah, beautiful, perfect. But just doing this vijar will sometimes help us to become more aware, you know, that you could start then instead of then the fingers won't be pointed towards then the guru's barney to say, well, that doesn't work. Like it, it, it can't get pointed towards that because it's, it's helping you. This is helping us to now understand. But my mind wasn't with the guru's barney. How can I expect my mind then to be, you know, feeling full? And uh, how can I expect my mind to be blossoming? Because this is what Gurbani helps us to understand, like, because it's very easily done where we can feel dis um, disappointed, dissatisfied. And but then that's why Kabirji again, you know, he's obviously always going to put us in our place and tell us that Kabir so what Kabirji is saying here is that like what in that in that moment, in that instance, that what can we expect the Satgur to do? And where there was a chuk, where there was a downfall in the Sikh, in the Sek. And again, that's not in a bad way. You don't have to take it in that way that oh my god i'm terrible it's, it's helping us to understand something that's the best way to look at it and you know like kabirji then uses an example an analogy says they're saying that when if you get like this bamboo and you blow through that bamboo it's just like empty and uh it's, and there's and this is like so what happens is under Lage means attach here. That he's saying that you didn't even attach to one of the Guru's teachings. Yeah. And 
so I didn't even realize it meant that before, to be honest. And it's just clicked mm. like, wow, that fits in now when the four, the next punk team that's going to come up in Matavicharatan, um, like, wow. So that's why it's so amazing having a conversation and like even, and I didn't plan this part. And we could be just saying, Ande lage. you didn't attach yourself to even one of the Guru's teachings. So look, Viji, this is how amazing this is. We're reading the Bani, but it could have been that even after an hour, we didn't even attach ourselves to one of the teachings of the Guru. And the, what, when we say teaching, the teachings is the Guru is sharing the guru's wisdom of how this creation works what gives us dukkha what gives us sukh what gives us pain what gives us you know um happiness we didn't take any not even one of it so then it's geobans of your focus just it's empty you're blowing empty through this bamboo stick like there's nothing you know you're not going to expect any sound from it or anything like that are you so it's it's, it's amazing how it all comes together so if we now go back to the Japji Sahib Pangatiya, does Guru Sahib Ji in this already tell us what it is that we can do? Like, what is it that is going to please that one? And it's important to understand when we say, and when we say please that one, how do we know it's pleasing that one is through when we are experiencing those divine virtues of God in our self. When we're experiencing divine virtues within our self, we know God's being pleased. And because, so if you look at the next Pankti now, where Guru Sahib Ji going to say, Jeti Sirat Upai Vekhan, and here Guru Sahib Ji saying, like again, first person referring that, like as I am looking at and seeing all these created beings, so Sirat, comes from the word srishti, which literally can be translated to this world. But it's referring to actually the, 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 all the creatures that have been created, all the created beings, and that's how it's been translated here as well. And um, so, and then saying, as I'm looking at all these beings that have been created, and let's just focus on human beings, so it's more relatable to us. And then, karma. And here the word karm, we're going to translate it from the Arabic word karm being bakshish, which they often use as kareem. That one is, you know, referred to God as kareem, the one that is graceful. So, without that one's grace, what does anyone actually receive? That the ke is the question. Without that one's grace, what does anyone receive? How is that the answer? That is the answer because Guru Nanak Dev Ji is actually bringing to light to our attention and saying that there isn't anything. Are you realizing that? And Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying, if you start realizing this, in that moment of realizing that whatever you are receiving is grace, that is with that one's grace. And we'll look at the examples to put it into context what 
are we referring to receiving what? Like what? Yeah. And once you start realizing that, that will take you into a place of gratitude. But within that realization, you are now automatically in the remembrance of God. You're in Simran. And that's and that's what Guru Sahib Ji says, Prabhka Simran, Sabte Ucha. They're saying that the remembrance of God is the highest of all things. So Prabhka Simran Udre Mucha. They're saying that it's actually the remembrance of God that saves so many. And then so if we just even looking at this, like Prabhka Simran Trishana Buja, and then takes away that trishna, that, that constant thirst. So Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying, this is the answer. You can actually do simran of Vaheguru. You can actually be in the remembrance of Vaheguru. Is when they ask us that question, Vinakarma, get, get milele. They're saying, what are you receiving outside of that one's grace? Yeah. And when you start realizing that, you'll go into the remembrance of that one and you'll be naturally in a state of gratitude, which is so good for us, for our brain health. There's plenty of studies that show us that now. It shows that it helps you to, um, to create more gray matter, which is good for our brain. When we then look at the next Pangati, Guru Sahib Ji saying, Mahatavichiratan. So we're going to come together. Uh, if to give it a minute. So here, these are just different types of uh, like jewels, like ratan. We've matta here. We can say within our mind, and we'll use the loose term mind instead of you, because matta can be translated spe specifically for the intellect. But here, let's just say the mind. ratan. Within the mind, you will find ratan, which literally means gems, jawahar, jewels, manik, rubies. But here we're just saying these are all divine virtues. Yeah. Because if you now, when will you find this? Is J if even if you take on one of the Guru's teachings. And what is what is one of those teachings of the Guru? In the last, in the fifth body. Guru Sahib Ji introduced to us as the last two Pangatiya, which are used again here. Over here, now Guru Sahib Ji has gone into more detail where they're saying that, what is that one teaching? Guru Sahib Ji is saying this one teaching is this, Gura, Ek Dehe Bujai, that the Guru is getting me to understand this one thing. Uh, what is that one thing? Is that Sabana Jiyanka Ek Data So Ma Visarna Jai. Don't let me forget that actually there is only one giver to all life. Ek data. And so there is only one, it's that one that is giving us all. Guru Sahib is saying, if you can now remember this one thing, if you can take this one teaching in, yeah, then that way you will actually be experiencing God's grace, realizing God's grace. And that in itself will give you what? Matavitiratan. It will give you all the divine virtues. It will give you Sat, the Santok, Deya, Taram, 
it will give you all of these it will give you the truth it will give you the contentment it will give you they are compassion it will give you love it will give you forgiveness all of that will just everything will come rushing in and all of that comes from that one understanding that it's actually not the ego and it's actually grace of that one that i am receiving something because nothing is outside of that one's grace that i'm receiving something now let's make this all make sense let's it, let's put it all together now that you see how it's working there's so many things that we take for granted and we spoke about the shabad just before we started the podcast about um ankhana kapad pehnan diya where in it's a shabad by guru ramdas ji if i'm not wrong where it says mere ram hai neej karam har mere like look at this look at my lowly karam that my actions of not actually realizing and appreciating and acknowledging this acknowledging what gunmanta har har dayal kar kripa baksh avgan sab mere and this is an ardas saying oh compassionate one the one that is just the treasure of virtue that like just take away my avgan my avgan is when i think it's all me my ego gets stuck in my ego and i don't see that it's your grace so like what that what is it that we don't see so if we look at the pankti from sab jiyo yeah pend so guru sahib is saying sab jiyo mukh nak diya that we've all been given and and i know i always say this that when we do look at something like this that yes there's obviously there's going to be certain people that aren't able to relate to all of these examples and because somebody might so because the first thing here is like say we've got muk um bend which is body muk which is then our mouth and then nak you know nose so some of these things for somebody like they might have some sort of ailment or something or another and they're not not everyone is able to relate to every single example yeah and because of some sort of from birth there was some form of issue or at a later on in their life something happened to them where even if we just look at the whole idea of the knock and then the sense of smell some people their their smell sense has been distorted because of you know the virus so but we there's there's going to be something here that we can relate to yeah and guru sahib ji saying sab jiyo pend mukh nak diya that one that one has given us this body this mukh this mouth that we're using now to speak with we use to put food into this mouth and you know we 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 chew with these teeth and you know the tongue helps us to push it down the saliva helping us to break that food down you know and all these things that we sometimes fall asleep to and we say things like one ki kita like what is he given me what has god done what has god given to me nak di vartan ko pani and has given us water to use whether that to be used to bathe to freshen this body to clean this body and then to drink that water pani mein thoda banaya 
doesn't matter how rich somebody is, like nobody has, nobody can claim that they have designed that element. They've made that element of water. Uh, that's a gift from that one. And this is what this actual body is about. It's saying, it's bringing us back to, if you can understand this one teaching of the Guru, yeah, and then if this is the understanding that my Guru is giving to me, yeah, so we'll, and then, you know, we don't have to go to this Bhangti at the moment, but, you know, we'll keep it on this. Um, where Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying that, there is only one that is providing us all with everything. That you, your mind could be filled with all these divine virtues. That when karma get me what are you getting without that one's grace? Like water is grace. It's only grace when we realize it. And when we realize that, wow, that this is actually, you've made this. And without this, I couldn't survive. I don't even know, I can't even remember. Like, you know, you read so many things, like how long can a human being even survive without water? Like, I don't know, it's probably what? Any idea? Can you remember? Is it three days or something like that? Mm, I'm sure you guys can check it out. You can, you can Google it right now and it will come up. Beechan's going to have a quick Google for us. Like, how long can somebody live without water for? About three days. Three days? Oh, wow. Well done. Yeah, he was right. About three days and but it's the thing is nobody else other than that one other than that crater could have even made it could make it where it's coming from and how we're using it to just you know to wash our face to and this is what guru sahab ji saying that it's that that one's given you and then what have you received without that one's grace? And when we start to re realize that just water itself is grace, and then it's so much kirpa, blessing that not everyone has got that is fortunate. Like where you can just open a tap and use it. You know, there's so many, there's, there's, I know there's uh, some charities doing amazing work. And there's a charity called, just called Water who where there was somebody that actually went out and worked on like a hospital ship where they pick up patients from Africa with all sorts of diseases, tumors and everything. And then they would select a certain amount. Um, I think no, it would, it was about 1500 to 2000 where they would then treat them on this, on this huge ship. When, there was a particular person who started doing research into saying like where are most of these diseases coming from and they found it was because they didn't have access to clean water and then his life goal coming from a background of living a life of pleasure completely turns his life around and he's dedicated his whole entire life now to bringing clean water into parts of Africa, and I think they're now working in not just Africa, in many other parts of the world as well, is because if they can get to the core of the problem there, they can get, most of these people won't need a treatment, because that's where most of these diseases are coming from. So when, when there's places where you have to walk miles to get water, but I'm sure most of us, I would say 99% of us that are going to be listening to this 
or pro could probably turn a tap to bathe in the morning and to drink a glass of water in the morning. Yeah. So when you look at it in that context of still, I think there was still, I think still the numbers are like 10% of people haven't got access to clean water in this world. And when you look at 10% from 7.8 billion population, and then in that context, 10% is huge. Yeah. So when we look at it like that now, is it grace that we've got water? Yeah. And then when you're able to do that and you start to appreciate that one, you're going into Simran in an, in an avastha of Simran. You're going into the state of remembering in that in remembrance, remembrance is a state. Not, it's not something you can just say. It's actually a state of being when you're in remembrance of God. And in that place, when you go into that state, is when all the Matvita Ratan comes. All the Ratan, the jewels will just start floating in. You'll experience love, you'll experience all of these divine qualities will just be there through this. When What are you receiving without? grace and when you start realizing grace you'll just be like whoa and this is what guru's saying this is the one teaching we really want you to understand because this can change your life they're saying that the, the grain the honor that we've been given you know, we have on it in so many different forms. We've just had some sourdough bread. You know, that, that's our on there, that, that grain. And the kappar pannanadiya, the clothes, like, when we start to realize all of this as grace, because even the material of this, where has it come from? And then being more conscious as well about that, what material we're wearing. And... Again, if it's cotton, it's grown, it's come from that tarti, from, you know, mata tarta mahata, it's come from that earth, come from that land. When you start to connect it all back to that one again, and you're in that state again, just from the clothes that you're wearing. And you're looking at where, how even this is grace, how cotton comes about, how it's grown, who's made it possible for it to grow, who's, who's even given us that where we, where we can have that cotton. Again, that's that one. And then you go into Simran again, you go into remembrance again, and automatically you're in gratitude, you're in, and then, an, kana, kappada, yeah, ras, anapogani, and then it, over here it's talking about when we forget that one. Jindiya so chitna avai, and then Guru Sahib Ji saying that the one that has given this, you don't remember that one. We go into this animal state within our mind that think it was all me that made this. Right? It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Like how we get so deeply identified with the ego to think this was man and like Mara saying you're in an animal state then yeah. and it's mind blowing isn't it mm. and this is what we read every day 
And so Sangita is the vichar of this body, of the sixth body of uh, of Japji Sahib. That that this one line Jetti Sirtupai Vekka Vinakarma Kitmalele. I used to actually look at this body and think, it's a bit random. Like I used to think that I don't get what what is that line doing here in the middle of this like Gurnanat Devji just like fancied telling us that you know I was looking at the the world and looking at the people and so I, I always was a bit like I wasn't sure like how that fits in and so it, it's beautiful the how it's kind of all fallen into place and and that that gets answered for us that like this is how the guru helps us to become more aware so even though we used a bani a shabad that was was kind of not like in a positive light where it was saying that oh wow i'm you know so grateful for you giving me this but it's actually when we forget that we've been given that but we can still use that shabad to remind us of those very things and how we can be filled with this Rema Bhagati and with these jewels through just that doing a practice like that of realizing how much is like it, it's not outside of that one's grace these things aren't and how they have come about and who they belong to who's created them who's made them and just going into a state of Simran like that will fill us our mind with so many divine virtues so even if like we always say that we're not yet feeling like that we can make this into an saying sabna so don't like don't let me forget that and let's finish off with that saying that my guru that don't let me visar forget don't let me separate from seeing that it is that one that has provided these things and not get identified with the ego well no it was me that you know has done this so i don't know if there's anything you wanted to say finishing off really um just to sum up that what 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 the vichar that you've shared today is is about guruji is trying to help us to work on our mind and uh, it's not to suggest that the physical action isn't important. So you could do, um, you could do, you could go to Sarovar, uh, Harmandra Sahib, and bathe in there. And if it came with the mindfulness, the ardas, the 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 inner falling, the molecules of that water that I've heard, Gurbani have received that vibration. They've absorbed that, mm -hmm. and with this, so much science for that. Yeah, but with I, your I think, mind, your mind, then is in that place as well. That's the key, isn't it? That's what the vijara is today. Is that that's what's going to propel that that person forward? Is is through the mind and working on that, and it starts with gratitude. Yes, definitely, and I will say that you know we, we've just you know used Gurbani to explain Gurbani, so in reference to going to Ramdas Sarovar, to Guru Ramdas Ji Sarovar, the way I often look at it is we've got a massive head start there 
because it's such an energized place because so much Bani has been put into there. Um, there is the Pankti by Guru, um, uh, by Guru Arjan Dev Ji. If we just look at this Pankti, is that going to that Sarovar of what is referred to here as Ram Das in Sri Amritsar Sahib. And, and I always look at it as like this, this just huge head start because it's such an energized space with all that Gurbani and that's going into that to that water, making it into Amrat Sarovar. And when you go there and, and bathe in that place, it can potentially, that opportunity is there for you to work on your mind a lot more. And there's just this, it, there's just this opening because everything is there helping you and aiding you and to kind of setting that perfect environment for you to actually reflect more and, and the mind to be affected a lot more in a positive way for it to be cleansed. But, you know, ultimately what we're saying here is that, but it's, it's also true where you can walk away from that, making it into a ritual and just, and just thinking, yeah, job done and it will do it itself. And then continuing to be that same person. That's not what it's about. It's, it's contemplating the Guru's, it's contemplating the Guru's teachings and actively then working on cleansing your mind through the Guru's teachings. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Sangadji, for listening to this episode, the sixth stanza. And let's all, you know, go on this journey together and become more aware of how much grace is actually already in our, in our life. And it's about us starting to realize and see that grace. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.